The Nerd or Not podcast is an irregularly aired show about games, movies, TV, comics, theme parks and anything else that floats our fandom. And now, here's your hosts, Jay, Bob, and Corey, the Creighton's Guild. What is up, Cretans? Welcome back to episode 40 of the Nerd or Not podcast, where there is no paywall to be entertained by us, at least for now. Uh, we are entertaining a, uh, a Naked Dancing Bob gift party later on this year. Uh, so if you're interested, be sure to back us on Patreon uh, or Patreon, however the fuck you say it. Uh, <laughs> no, I like the first one better. <laughs> Patreon. And uh, if you uh, donate at the $35,000 level, uh, Bob will blow you. Um I am Jay. This is Corey, with, and it's some commitment, Bob. <laughs> with a Hoover. With a Hoover. With a Hoover. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. All with right. A Ho- uh, uh, Hoover is uh, Bob's uh, 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 fluffer s- stage name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, as I said, I am Jay. This is Corey and Bob, and we are the Cretans Guild. And you know us, guys. We give our opinions on a wide range of topics, everything and everything under the bright nerd sun. Some oh. might say too much opinion. Probably too much opinion. I mean, let's, That's let's why they honest. listen. <laughs> or not enough for some of us. <laughs> also accurate. Uh, of course, we always promote fellowship, conversation, and humor every chance we can. Uh, I am now supposed to tease the socials and players. Uh, so follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are at Cretans Guild everywhere. You can also find us on iTunes, Google, Podbean, YouTube. Uh, as mentioned last week, the WWE Network. Uh, and Corey, your new cooking show is starting on uh, starting or new cooking segment is starting on the View next week, right? That's uh, that's that that's correct. Yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, Joy Joy Behar had left the show, yep. and so they were looking. I hope I'm not getting my shows fucked up here because <laughs> no, 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 you're right. No, you're no, right. No, no, that's, you, I'm, try, I'm trying. Just, I'm trying to rip. Just trying to rip. Okay. All right. Joy Behar took the fuck off. So now they brought me in uh-huh. to uh, to do their uh, their uh, one pot bachelor cooking segment, oh, cool. um, which ought to reach a demographic of exactly nil on that show. But we're being experimental. We're trying new things. We're sticking shit against the wall, or we're throwing shit against the wall, and then seeing what sticks, or both. Cool. And yeah. Bob, you've got that pit fight with Doctor Oz next week, if I remember correctly. I'm gonna kick his Greek ass. Is he Greek? I don't he know. That's really racist. Um, I thought he was. Sorry, uh, Greeks. Nationality is is racist. I thought he was from Kentucky. That's probably or Kansas, it. Kansas, Kansas, dude. Shit. <laughs> well, it's one of the, one of those shithole K states. You know, uh, uh, yeah. People yeah, who are yeah. still watching or listening at this point, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and, uh, we are, of course, part of the Somebody's Network. You can find them on Twitter at Somebody's Net. Um, it's S O M E B U D D I E S N E T. Uh, we've done 40 episodes, and unlike The Simpsons, every Woo! year, not a single <laughs> clip show. Uh, that's thematic, because The Simpsons are in the finals. Um, our first <laughs> topic today, guys, uh, is, uh, well, it was the witching hour, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, networks had their upfronts over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and as Bob so eloquently described it, it is... Cancel get in! Because fucking everything got canceled. <laughs> the axe Holy fell shit. hard. Uh, and it was, it was, it was, it was, I don't even remember what day it was, but it was basically, uh, that U2 song, Sunday, Bloody Sunday. <laughs> That's what happened on networks because it, there were 19 shows canceled within 24 to 36 hours. Yeah. Somewhere around a th- 30 network shows got canceled overall, but yeah. And within 24 hour period, 19 of them just fell all yeah. at Fox, 
also. Mostly. Uh, <laughs> mostly a Fox. I mean, I mean, ABC had their day of reckoning a couple of years ago, and we felt yeah. that. Still yeah. feeling it on one of their shows. Yeah. Um, but this was like this was like everywhere else too. Uh, it well, and and ABC was actually one of the ones that uh, that did cancel something. Uh, they canceled Inhumans. Uh, so show of hands. <laughs> it uh, show, wasn't. Sh- wait, sh- <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> show of hands for people who thought Inhumans was still on the air. Exactly. There, uh, thank you. Yeah, I thought that was it. I thought it was a maxi series, and then they were done. When uh, when it shit the bed at IMAX, when even Marvel Cinematic Universe fanboys just went, no, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's a problem. Um, when, when when they will dump like a quarter of a billion dollars into the 37th Avengers sequel starring Rage and Speedball, mm-hmm. uh, which I would go see for the record. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, in an evening, they'll pump in $250 million, but 12 people only went to go see Inhumans. Yeah, you've got a bad IP there. Um, <laughs> And whatever mental midget at ABC thought it was a great idea to put the douchebag who was in charge of Iron Fist in charge of Inhumans, fuck you. But not fuck just in charge guy. of Iron Fist, but more importantly, ruined uh, ruined Dexter. Which, by the way, is a show that I've never seen, but according to oh, like even the diehardest of... <laughs> God. So this guy has three strikes against him and he still gets work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the guy does not have a stellar resume, but I guess that's Ugh. not how it happens in show business. I'd really like to have some uh, some dissection on that end of it, to be con- to be honest with you, Jay? because the name has stank now. Yeah, how is he still getting work? I have no idea. It, it's Hollywood, <sighs> man. They, if he works cheap, anyone will hire. Jay, you okay? You, uh, I'm fine. Can... Let's just not. Don't worry about me. No. Yeah. Um, it's okay. All right. So, so obviously, uh, Inhumans was canceled. Uh, Inhumans, everyone thought was canceled six months ago. Yeah. When it when it stopped airing. But hey, apparently not. This is um, kind of a new phenomenon. Let's call it super canceled. It's just way past fucking canceled. <laughs> it's extra canceled. It's canceled it in, with gravy. It was um, cancel, canceled, cancel, canceled. Ultra canceled. <laughs> ultra secret double probation canceled. Most extreme um, elimination canceled. Baba oh, Ganoush. <laughs> I'm gonna check something here. Let right me. You let are, me, Ken. Let's see. Uh, let, let's see the calendar. Yeah, it's still canceled. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. also Rusev Day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, so, what, what month is it on that calendar? It's always Rusev Day. Well, that's true. But <laughs> the superheading, that would be May? Right. Oh, that's why it's 40 degrees outside. Okay, just checking. It's Rusev May. Um, <laughs> so th- th- this is the these are the guys that uh, had the brilliant idea to cancel Agent Carter and replace <laughs> it with Inhumans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Well, in their defense, was that mostly no. because she went off nope. to do another no. project? Nope. No. No. Okay. No defense. No. Which there's was no defense fuck here. Marvel, which was also canceled after the after the fact. That lasted for like one season, didn't it? I don't think it even made it a season. I think it. Uh, really? I think it got the Inhumans treatment. Um, <laughs> Carter um, was two seasons. Well, yeah, but her repl- her show that she did after Agent Carter, where she oh, played that, the uh, that mess, the, the, the daughter of a president or something, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was the bad. the second worst American accent on television behind Bernard or Amber Amber Cumberbund. Um, uh, but they, they they did, however, give a stay of execution to Agents of Shield, uh-huh. um, which uh, to me, honestly, that's kind of surprised me because I haven't really watched Shield in two years, so yeah. Because it lost me when they introduced Ghost Rider. I was like, eh, no, hard pass. Sorry. I did not uh, like that, that season. Honestly, that was that fun. Was that some was, of yeah. their best shows. <laughs> I just uh, didn't but, like it. But this season was just like... No, I think I, 
I didn't give it the three episodes that, you know, is uh, considered standard. Um, two episodes in and I was like, I'm fucking out. This is beyond bad. Usually if like, usually if like there's a plot that hasn't engaged me yet, I can rely upon or at least count on the, um, <laughs> that's two, mm. at least count on the dialogue <laughs> to keep me there, you know, at a, it's, it's like superficial engagement, but it was flat all around. I was like, what the fuck happened, guys? And then I noticed that like a lot of the people that were working on S.H.I.E.L.D. are like working on a lot of the DC stuff or the Warner Brothers stuff now. Huh. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering if there was like a, uh, uh, a rotation of some sort. But I don't know. Uh, notably, to, to kind of uh, audible over to DC, uh, they canceled nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, CW, didn't, <laughs> CW didn't cancel a fucking thing. Why yeah. would they? they? They are People yeah. watch their stuff. <laughs> It's funny. Someone, someone, uh, someone posted something on Facebook the other day that I, I commented on, mm-hmm. uh, where they were they were kind of joking about how oh look CW just keeps on keeps the shows going. You know it doesn't matter. These shows are so long in the tooth. I was like, CW is the smartest motherfuckers in the room. Mm, They've yep. got that deal with Netflix to put stuff up three weeks after the season ends. Mm-hmm. They are just raking in the cash. Their ratings are solid and mm-hmm. their streaming numbers are excellent. Why would they change any bit of that formula? Just keep adding shit to it until until you reach your saturation point. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, sometimes though, with that saturation uh, factor uh, out there, like a bad season will stick out. Season three of Arrow. Season three of Arrow, like a fucking <laughs> whitehead at prom. Yeah, dude. What was it? Three or four? It was the one when they brought really old Damien Dark back in. And you that know, I was lo- season that was season four. Okay. That was season four. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and that has apparently happened to Flash this year. Season four of Flash is apparently horrific. Yeah. Um so <laughs> I haven't watched any of it because I'm gonna wait for streaming, but I'm a little bit little bit nervous now. Um, <laughs> yeah. um apparently season four is their uh, their Achilles heel and I hope that doesn't hold true for Legends because that's gonna be Constantine's season. Yeah. Um uh, Legends I hear has been like firing on all cylinders since day one. Yeah, so, Legends, so more power to them. Legends knows exactly what type of shows it is or mm-hmm. show it is, and does not give a shit that it's ridiculous. Yeah, like it revels in its idiocy, and mm-hmm. I love that it does that. Um, um, shit. They, uh, they somehow oh. advanced to the don't give a fuck seasons of Supernatural in like season one of Legends, where it's <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, we're just gonna have fun. It was, well, for, well, it's like. Um, it's like a first date for most people. There's a lot to be introduced to, and you're mm-hmm. kind of nervous about what all of this is because try to unpack just the concept of legends by itself to new like comic book fans. Mm-hmm. But it's like an hour into the date, you're like, jobs out, parentage is out. Well, you already know what it looks like. Well, I guess it's dick time. Do we stay or do we go? <laughs> and that was at about the point where they have the bar saloon fight to the captain and Tennille. Yep. If yes, you weren't accepting exactly. of that, then you're off board. <laughs> if that works for you, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, if that works for you, boy, do we have a treat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because the following 38 episodes are going to be that over and over and over yep. and over and it's over. It's a deep-ass bench. Take a yes. seat. Yep. <laughs> and DC's come a long way from Lois and Clark and Swamp Thing, the TV series. Very well, much so, yeah. You know, it, it, even even from, from Smallville, but I mean, like, I, Smallville's easy to rag on, but none of these shows would exist without Smallville. Um, yeah. Because Smallville point. really, really paved the way for, for there to be a Green Arrow show. Um, what, what the idea that it was supposed to be a spinoff of Smallville, and then Berlanti got involved, and then the, then the first, uh, the stills came out, and people were like, hey, where's the old guy? Sort of. Yeah. Because um, I know that they had originally intended to do the Aquaman spinoff. Oh. Um, 
which hmm. was uh, ugh, that was bad. Um, <laughs> and then uh, things kind of just died for a couple of years because Smallville ended in what was Smallville ended two years before uh, Arrow debuted. That was either 2011 or 2012. Yeah, some, I, I don't remember which. Yeah, uh, I think wrong. I think it was I think it was 2011. Um, and then they introduced Arrow, and they're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. we're doing a Green Arrow show." And I was like, "Oh, well, that'll last a season." Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, here we are going into season seven, and they're about to introduce fucking Batwoman. Um, yeah. So, Granted, the first season was the strongest by far because sure. that was that was completely new. But I, yeah, I've they, I've heard this season is spectacular. Um, I liked last week, last year's too. I didn't give it a fair shake. But then I started like watching from the middle on, and I was like, "Okay, they're getting away with one big thing that's kind of pissing me off right now." They're uh, spoiler alert, caption, whatever. Um, they didn't. They kind of cheated out on the vigilante because yeah. then the big reveal happened, and hey, that was a pretty cute, re- big reveal. But then vigilante just disappeared because well, he's not he's not an element anymore. Apparently, vigilante is still around. All right, well, good. I'm glad they didn't drop that because yeah. that would have been lazy and, yeah. and shitty. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a plot thread that was not left dangling. It is. It was picked right back up this season, apparently. Cool. Um, to to hike it back over to Marvel real quick. Um, their streaming stuff is doing great. Uh, Runaways apparently is doing great, which I have yet to watch an episode of. Somehow. Yep. Uh, and I guess Cloak and Dagger is doing well on Freeform. Not great, you know, reviews. It's mm-hmm. got like a five out of ten on IMDb, but you know it's still airing. So okay. I'm wondering if half the people know what Freeform is. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I don't actually know what Freeform is, but I never I, heard of it before I start researching for I'm, this. I'm just I'm just reading the copy on the uh, the rundown. <laughs> I, have, I, I have nothing to add to this conversation. Um, Isn't that where you get like you know <laughs> your you got to do next year beatboxing, and then you have to spit out a bunch of random words and make it seem like they all are related in some way. Yes, and oh, they reenact yeah. cloak and dagger. Yeah, and that, <laughs> then then that happens too somehow, almost alchemically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So other shows getting the shit can were uh, Kevin probably saves the world, which mm-hmm. I've never heard of. It was, uh, it was a popular show um, among another show. Okay. We'll talk about in a second. Cool. Ooh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Quantico, which I thought got canceled two years ago. Uh, <laughs> Designated Survivor, which is a stupid name. Um, Crossing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. That one. What? Crossing. Uh, Designated Survivor. Wasn't that the show with uh, Kevin Spacey in it? No, no, no. That was Kiefer Sutherland. Ke- oh, Sutherland. Okay. I was, I was going to say that that one's kind of a surprise because even people at work still talk about that one. Huh. Like, hey, have you watched it this week? Oh, no, I haven't yet. Don't tell me anything. That sort of a show. Apparently, that it, get, it gets enough traffic. So, kind of strange that it's getting booted. The Chicago market was keeping it afloat, apparently. <laughs> I guess. But uh, if we were just relying upon the Chicago market, that would explain why the mayor is getting canceled, too. Uh, and Deception. I, I, have, I have no comments on any of those shows. Deception, I wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to like that because it was basically catch me or, or not catch me if you can't. Um, now you see it, but it was shit. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. Now you see it. One was fucking it was mediocre enough. I just liked it because of the subject matter. Uh-huh. Now you see me. Now you see me. Too, I'm getting the title wrong. It was the fucking magician movies where they're now you see me. Now you see me. Thank you. Yeah. Now you see me too. Was shit for that franchise. So that's out of sight, out of mind. This was bad for comparing it to two. So no big surprise that it got kicked. I I am just disappointed that now you see me too wasn't called now you don't. 
Well, that would have been clever, and the people writing it were not that. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the Fox cancellations, uh, and these were big ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucifer, uh, Last Man on Earth, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, I just Luc- fucking started watching Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer is a goddamn fantastic television show. Yeah. What night um, was it on? Uh, I don't know. I watched on Hulu. It's, okay. Can... <laughs> right. Somebody I at Fox... Go I don't ahead. have I don't I don't have live television. I do everything streamed, so I couldn't tell you what day it was on. Guilty. I DVR everything. Yeah. Somebody at Fox ought to be cognizant of the fact that ratings don't really equal dick in the world of streaming anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought like, they started taking in streaming numbers like DVR and Hulu and whatever as part of ratings now. <clears throat> well, sort of. Um, so here's here's my completely uninformed conspiracy theory on this. These three shows are not owned by Fox. Lucifer is owned by WB. It's a DC Comics property. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last Man on Earth and Brooklyn Nine-Nine are both um, uh, NBC Universal properties, I believe. Yeah, which which provided the throughway for NBC to pick it up. Exactly. I'm honestly surprised NBC didn't start with it to begin with. Uh, well, they That's get, getting getting to it. Uh, NBC yeah. did pick up Brooklyn Nine Nine like, the next day, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, for for a thirteen episode run, mm-hmm. um, which is great because I love B Nine Nine. So I'm excited that that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, the executive who said that they were bringing it back actually in his interview said it was his, his biggest regret at NBC was passing on it in the first place. Because oh, that's awesome. When it when it got when it went to Fox and he saw how brilliant he was, he's like, I didn't see it. I just didn't see it, and. Uh, he sees it now and he wants it on he wanted it on the network. So or was he was he in the fucking Poconos when it was pitched? I mean, at the time know. Parks and Rec was on its way out. The it's uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? They're very similar. Well, uh, it's from the same production house. Right. And Mark, it's Mark Schur's Mark Schur's baby, you know. Exactly. It's, so it's yeah. he's so the so the people producing it are a proven commodity. Why the hell wouldn't they pick it up? I don't know. That was a very strange one. Yes. I can I can tell you, um, imagine you're not one of the writers or the actors or directors of one mm-hmm. of the higher-ups. Imagine you're like a set guy or a wardrobe person or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just lost your job. It's like, oh, God, now I got to go back out, try to find something else. Very next day, uh, yeah, we're going to need you to come back to work. Oh, in, in TV and especially nowadays where nothing really yeah. stays canceled for too long if it has a strong enough uh, uh, fan base. Um, yeah. Like when uh, when Bruce Campbell made that tweet, uh, pretty much letting everybody know that like Ash vs. Evil Dead was no more. I was like, okay, I'm glad we got what we got because it's fucking amazing. But imagine three months from now, somebody at Netflix is like, are you fucking crazy? No, there's more. <laughs> there's there's more of this road <laughs> left to pave. And then they call everybody up that was part of that production crew, the showrunner, the writer's room, the actors, for fuck's sake. And they're like, y'all, y'all want jobs? What are you gonna say at that point? You've already moved on. You're looking for you're looking for income. Most of them are probably already landed other gigs. Bruce Campbell's not hurting for work. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there's always room for a typecast sleazy old dude nowadays. Yeah, even when, he, even when he's a young man, he was a typecast sleazy old dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got experience in that. Like, I mean, you know, you never want to be pigeonholed, but when you're good at something. Mm-hmm. So that's that's Cancel Geddon, um, but we did get a new show announcement, and I want to talk about that. Uh, and Corey, you actually put this into the rundown. Mm-hmm. Um, Thundercats Roar, uh, which has gotten some pretty uh, violent reactions from people. Oh, people are pissed off on Twitter because fucking Twitter. Um, 
You know, it's funny. I've actually only seen two people post about it on Twitter, but my Facebook wall, holy fuck. Oh, yeah? Holy fuck. Is it people just fighting? Like, you guys don't have bigger things to worry about than the (laughs) fact that your shitty cartoon from when you were a kid doesn't look the way you remember? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a sad thing. (laughs) My my favorite thing I saw posted is someone uh posted, uh, just a gif of the, you know, kind of that closing in the uh, the intro where Lionel holds up the sword and there's the mm-hmm. logo. Yeah. And it said, my Thundercats. Mm-hmm. And the comment, the, like the first comment under that, though, under, under that was, yeah, but only the intro was good. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. That's I mean, not true. <laughs> I Honestly, I think that, that was one of the better held up shows from the intro to the credits. Every, oh, every episode. dude, no. There are so many worse <laughs> shows out there that downgraded after the opening segment. It was from the Grindhouse era, and you can only expect about as much as you remember seeing when, you know, you were young or too young to uh, uh, demand more. Well, it, here's what I'm going to say. I did grow up on the Thundercats. I had the toys. Mm-hmm. I watched the shows. I was like... Oh, no was, shit. I had the castle, uh, the, the fucking lion's lair, for Pete's sake. Yeah, I had the, the tank with Panthro and, like, all the characters, mm-hmm. all the spinoffs, like, ever, all the vehicles, even the little weird little fan <laughs> helicopter <laughs> thing. Yeah, that thing was ridiculous. I had, like, yeah. two of those. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. The choice between no Thundercats and Thundercats where the art style initially turns me off, I'd rather take that. Uh the the because I can't judge something I haven't seen, mm-hmm. I haven't heard, or anything. Because the most valuable part of any television show is the story. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the story, I don't know anything, and I it would not be fair of me. To criticize it without seeing a single, not a single clip, no audio, no video, nothing. My only complaint right now is the art right now is like, okay, that's not what I'm used to. <laughs> well, I'll give it a shot. I'm not used to this. So, uh-huh. uh, the the best example I can give to that is as to why the the artwork doesn't bother me in the slightest. If I was hung up on art, I never would have watched the Amazing World of Gumball. Mm-hmm. Because just looking at pictures of that show, I'm like, what the fuck is this mess? Yeah. Um, and that's probably the best animated series on TV right now. It is spectacular. Um, I don't care what Thundercats looks like. I really don't. I was a Thundercats fan as a kid. I rewatched the series in my 20s and in my 30s. That show sucks. That is <laughs> not a good cartoon. The animation I'm- quality, I'll give you. That holds up pretty well from intro into the actual show. There is a degradation because it's not set and it wasn't used as a way to sell the show like mm-hmm. the intro was. But the stories are awful. Lionel is a terrible protagonist. Like it is, there's just a litany of things that are wrong with that show that just make it not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why the reboot that happened in the 2000s was so good, because that show was great. I, I wanted you Which to talk about that. Yeah. I didn't fucking even know that existed. It was wonderful. And that's a key factor into this, uh, into talking about this new one, too. Because I was like, oh, wait, people are people are posting screenshots of it all over the fucking place. And I was like, were you doing this back then when the show counted on that sort of exposure? I'm going to go ahead and say that much like The Brave and the Bald... Uh, Young Justice, whatever the fuck else is lamented after the fact that leaves a building or is more or less, you know, ignored until it does so, that you weren't doing that. You're wrong. They were. I didn't see Pete, shit, and that's when I was on Twitter. 
People posted about that show all the fucking time, but Cartoon Network bounced it all over the place as far as mm-hmm. what time, what time, what time frame it no, had. That could uh, be a filler for a show. It never had. It was the same thing that happened to Young Justice. Mm-hmm. It was like it's on Fridays, it's on Tuesdays, it's on Wednesdays, it's on at eight thirty, it's on at three, it's it's <laughs> on at two thirty five a.m. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. How, how is this going to get a get an audience if you don't give it a chance to get an audience? Mm-hmm. And that's what the problem was. Incidentally, it ran at the same time as Young Justice. Mm-hmm. It's from that yeah. same time period. Whoa! It didn't work. What a surprise. Um. So I I lament the fact that that show got canceled way too soon because that show was spectacular. It was stellar. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to give the new one a shot. I think it looks cute. It looks weird, but that's okay. Most cartoons look weird to me now. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, Most of the car- cartoons look weird to me now. They all look like anuses and grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh you know it we live in a time where the animation style is not even kind of close to what we had when we were kids, and that's mm. okay. You know it, it's <sighs> things change, and yeah. Thundercats certainly has. So uh, I hope it's good. I can't wait to give it a shot, uh, and I can't wait to rip it a new one if it's bad. Um, <laughs> but I want it to be good because I think Thundercats should go out and should continue on because it's a good property. You know, same thing with stuff like G.I. Joe and Masters of the Universe and Transformers. Mm-hmm. Those are things that should be evergreen. They should always have a series in production. Ninja Voltron. Turtles. Voltron, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that should constantly be coming out and constantly be shown and constantly be out there for kids to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, for some reason, Thundercats, well, Thundercats and G.I. Joe, out of those examples, are the ones that aren't. Voltron has a great house on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. You know, those those shows are I mean, I'm not a big Voltron fan, but I can watch those shows and be like, those are really good. Those are really fun. So yeah, you know, I, I hope I hope Thundercats Roar works out. Um and I, I hope that Cartoon Network keeps putting weird shit out because good for them. You know, it's Or at least backing it up. I don't know who the yeah. executive was that was in charge in twenty eleven, but that fucker he was he was pretty handy with machete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just cutting shit down. Um, They've had I a can't... lot of turnover in management, I know. Oh, have they? Yeah. Like, a couple of vice presidents stepped down, and lots of programming people, like, changed hands, going from one place in Turner to another. Mm. It's it's strange. Uh, all right. Well, that would explain at least a little bit of the uh, traffic from back then. I don't know. It's stabilized after that. Uh-huh. Like, I'm honestly surprised that, like, Gumball can take a fucking year off and then just come back, come back like it was nothing. Like it's always been there. Yeah. And we're just like, get your ass in here. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking crazy little cat creature thing. And your brother that has, that's a fish with legs. And, and really, really fancy shoes and really fancy shoes. And your dad, that's a naked rabbit. Rabbit. Yep. I think pink. (laughs) Have you ever watched that show? You know, I do watch a little bit of that show. The, the episode that got me hooked was the one where it's a kid show and they give the impression that he gave a balloon a blowjob. Uh, a sentient ba- <laughs> a, a sentient balloon uh, in a bathroom stall what that was deflated and then they walk oh. out and he's got it like this really like grieving face and the balloon is floating out. I was like, thanks buddy. Yeah, that that's I that's forgot right. about that episode. I- completely fucking spaced on that shit yeah that stuff's in there in yep. that show yep <laughs> um 
It's funny. I can't look at uh, I can't look at the 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 new Thundercats and say a whole lot of uh, and say a whole lot of negative shit about it because yeah, you know, I'm totally into Teen Titans Go, and that's another show that gets like a ton of flack for not being the old Teen Titans. I, th- um, I think Teen Titans Go to the movie is like my number one film this summer. I cannot wait to see that fucking movie. <laughs> that looks so good. <laughs> um, I, I I might be there, but um, a 40 year old dude sitting alone in a theater that's filled with nothing else but kids is probably not going to fly too well uh, uh, amongst the general populace. Um, so I'm probably gonna have to that's it. pretty much all that went to the My Little Pony movie. You're golden, mm-hmm. dude. Don't worry about Ooh, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Different it's, audience. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's. I think uh, there's a lot of crossover there. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's great. But that's a crossover <laughs> I don't want to be a part of. All right. So to get back to our uh, Infinity War conversation from last week, uh, mm-hmm. the Russo brothers. Should we pull up a spoiler warning here? Because I don't think no. anyone in the country's seen it, not seen it already. <laughs> I don't care. If you haven't seen it by now, go fuck yourself. Um, well, according from what I've seen on social media, Thanos snaps his fingers and then you see Dick. Is that that's that's correct, right? Not to like ruin the movie for everybody else. His name is Richard. His name is Richard. Oh, okay. Dude, I have I, I I have I have people that send me shit from Twitter uh, like every once in a while, and I hate it. But for a good week, it was just that they wouldn't even send me that shit directly. I'd be like, "Oh, here's a tweet," and uh, right above it is, "Why is <laughs> why is somebody photoshopping Thanos with no clothes on?" <laughs> you did, you haven't seen this once? No, not that ne- one. Never once. So- does does it look like his chin? No. Okay. Um. Do you remember when I posted something in Slack about a week ago? Mm-hmm. And it was captioned with, uh, snap, now you are thinking of my eggplant. Uh-huh. Okay. But the face was photoshopped, and that was the only thing that was photoshopped. Did you, did you, did you recognize that? Uh-uh. I didn't really All pay right. attention to it. All right. The face was taken from an image that, for a good couple of days, was all over Twitter. Like fucking poison sumac after a camping trip. And what it is, is it's that face, and it was really well done CG, by the way. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was that. It was Thanos with that face on, and there's no clothes, and just the like half of the image is a big old purple hog. So... <laughs> this, this was all over Twitter, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was Twitter strong for a good, while, a good while. Um, I was about to How say a good long while. How is it the one guy who's not on Twitter saw this, but Jay and I didn't? I didn't see a a lick of this at all because people send me the worst fucking tweets they can find that's why you what need to stop people? being friends with tim i know what these people yeah it's not tim <laughs> i don't believe you yeah <laughs> no anything filthy that tim sends me is straight up off of tumblr or facebook he doesn't wade into he doesn't wade into the uh, river of slime that is other social media um but it was that so people kind of like People took the face, the uh, the face part of the image, and turned it into some sort of a visual, like grotesquery shorthand. So whenever somebody starts talking about Infinity War in the comments, boom, big ass smile on Thanos. You don't know where it's from, but if you do, you know what it means. Cool. And what it means is horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry you experienced this. I <laughs> I really I am. I'm half like these guys think I'm like fucking insane, but do I show them the unedited image or not? No, see, I believe it's not you. gonna. It's I'm not just gonna. Imp- pleased okay. I didn't experience it. Yes, like 
I'm yeah. happy. Oh, it's, le- it's, le- it's left me haunted. Uh, there, there's no doubt about this. I'm happy that the people I follow on Twitter are not that depraved. <laughs> you know, that, that makes me happy. <laughs> I'm sure the people I follow are, but they still don't go to that level. That's uh, Jay, that's a streak of luck I'd take to the tables as much as you can. All right. Yeah, the the worst I've got is the the random dude who just like once a week buzz like, hey, here's a naked Asian girl. It's yeah. like scrolling <laughs> politics, 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 <laughs> boobs, politics, politics, politics. Like, oh, my tweeting again. Like, <laughs> At least you get that. I mean, it's a good control base, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes we do get gems such as uh, Seinfeld Infinity War. But that, um, that was that was that marvelous. Was, that was great. So on to the subject at hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the Russos have said, and I'll take subject. this with uh, not only a grain of salt, but an entire uh, mine of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- take this with a dead sea of salt. Uh, the Russos <laughs> have been speaking, uh, you know, different assemblies, schools, stuff like that, uh, and have been asked about the fate of characters we didn't really see in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, basically what happened following the eggplant, the snap. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some names they have confirmed as alive, some have turned to dust and, mm-hmm. uh, some they have not given a response to, um, or have given differing responses to at different meetings or say, stated that it would be spoilery to reveal it. Um, mm-hmm. now the really interesting thing about this is, uh, Bob didn't put any of the names in the rundown. So I'm going to hand this now over to Bob mm-hmm. and Bob can guide us down this list of bullshit that the Russos are feeding us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, this probably is a Thor's eye patch situation. Uh, what do you guys want to hear first? Live, okay, but, but dead, before, or... before 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 we do that, you've said that two top two podcasts in a row. I have no idea what Thor's eye patch means. Oh, oh, okay. I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Then I will take this opportunity to explain it. Yes, uh, please. Basically, in the trailers for Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. he jumps out. He lands on the the Bifrost bridge. And he's got uh, the lightning bolt shooting all around him. This, this takes place at the end of the movie, close to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's got lightning bolts shooting out of his eyes, or there's lightning bolts like crossing all over his body, but he still has the, the eye patch. Mm-hmm. In the movie itself, at that point, uh, he doesn't have the eye patch. No, wait, I'm getting it backwards. In the movie, in the trailer, excuse mm-hmm. me, in the trailer, he had both eyes. In the movie, he had already had an eye removed at that point. Ah, okay. So, so this is like something that they've done a couple of times. They did it with Infinity War as well, where they put stuff in the trailers, like Hulk running through the forest of Wakanda, mm-hmm. and it never happened in the movie itself. Yeah, it was in the Hulkbuster suit. So yeah, um, that's just like a common thing that I've been spouting out. Thor's eye patch. Thor's eye patch. I thought it was a common thing, but there it is. I just had no idea. Like I, I was, I, I was like, shit. I need to see Infinity War again. Like, did he not have the eye patch in the scene where he's supposed to have it? It's, it's, uh. it's pretty regular for studios to leave like cutting room floor shit in trailers, especially if it can be like micro contextualized. Uh-huh. Like Anchorman was like uh, fucking guilty as, as sin about that. Um, but having like everything uh, brought through post production and CG'd in, and then leaving it on the cutting room floor, that's. It seems a bit strange to me. It's it's misdirection for the sake of misdirection at that point. Yes. You know, it's, not to spoil yeah. anything. It's like yeah. by that point, you're pretty much factoring in. I mean, people factor in marketing in the movie's budget anyway, but you're setting aside like something above the red line yeah. for the trailer. Yep. That's, that's unusual. And actually, well, not, during not anymore, uh, Infinity War, they did the reverse where they gave him an eye patch where at the part mm-hmm. in that movie where he had already taken it off and gotten raccoon's butt eyeball. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. 
<laughs> now that All we've right, been so, reminded. So, Bob, who lived? Who lived? There's only three names that were 100% confirmed because, like you said, there, there were they did a couple interviews where uh, they said, this guy's alive. And then another interview where they said the same person is dead. So I'm like, uh, okay, we're going to put that into the conflicted section. But the three names uh, of people who are still alive that they confirmed are Howard the Duck. Thank God. Got something to say about that, but continue. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Nakia from, um, uh, what what was, I forget the actress's name, but she's uh, from uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, right. Yeah. Uh, she was like his love interest or kind of, she was on a mission when, when everything was going down. Yeah, Lupita okay, Nyong'o. Right. She's awesome. And the, the other name that they confirmed that is alive is Aunt May. <laughs> Good. That well, would have broken Tony Stark's heart if he had yeah. to. Actually, he yeah. probably would have liked that because he wouldn't have to tell her that Peter was dead. Oh. Yeah, because now he's got to go back and Spoilers. tell her. Spoilers. I think. I think it was. I think it was more or less Thanos having just seen my cousin Vinny and is like, "No, I'm not killing that one." <laughs> she won. A, she won an Oscar. <laughs> All right. Who? Right um, in the wrestler. Who's Who's uh, super dead? Super dead. The well, ones they did confirm. Well, uh, one thing I wanted to ahead. mention yeah, about yeah, yeah. Howard, yeah, Howard, Howard, Howard. Howard, I believe Howard had dodged uh, the Infinity's inf- the Infinity Gauntlet's uh, influence by uh, uh, by two caveats. Uh, he was either a uh, protected under uh, divine dispensation because he's met God, uh-huh. or b he was immune to the effects of it simply because he's been tossed between so many fucking dimensions that it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm totally all right with that. Yeah, but now people are like, when did Howard meet God? Uh, that was in the 2000s Max miniseries, which got underwritten like crazy. Seek it out and enjoy. Is that the, was that Howard the Rat? That was where he was a rat for like four issues. It was also drawn okay. by uh, Phil Winslade, who's a fucking mind-blowingly detailed cartoonist. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people got pissy at it because he was uh, taken. Uh, that was Steve Gerber, who was, you know, an angry old man at the time, as opposed to when he was just an angry old 28-year-old when he created Howard. But he was uh, taking shots at Warren Ellis, uh, Image, uh, Wizard Magazine. So because Wizard still had a word in the industry, they were like, well, this just sucks. And everyone believed him. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was a great miniseries, though. Um, and there, now that's out there. Uh, feel free to move on. <laughs> All right. All right, Bob, who, who is croaked? Uh, one of these names, I was a little disappointed to learn that Lady Sif did indeed die, uh, despite oh, the fact pff. we haven't seen her for two movies. <laughs> Not surprised by that at all. Her Wait. contract is up. Of course she's dead. <laughs> Didn't she get cacked at the beginning of Ragnarok anyway? No. No? That was she, the wasn't, Warriors. She, she wasn't in Ragnarok. She was part the, of the Warriors 3, though, right? Oh, no. right. Yeah, now it's coming back. Yeah, okay, I got you. Uh, someone else, I'm not really surprised. I think they just said this name to have fun with everybody. Betty Ross from The Incredible Hulk. Aww. They said she, she, she ate it. Yeah. Well, and that would have been Liv Tyler. Okay, uh, right. <laughs> But her dad oh, yeah, is still was, in the series. It was Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence and or not Jennifer oh, Lawrence, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Connolly in the first one. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this last one, you guys will get a kick out of. Uh, obviously, Loki already died before the mm-hmm. snap, but the actor who played Loki in Thor Ragnarok, Matt Damon's Loki, is dead. <laughs> <laughs> they went out of their way to mention this. <laughs> that's that's necessary trivia. Good digging. 
All right. Who's conflicted? I noticed how we had like absolutely nothing to fucking say about Betsy Ross eating it. Like we had nothing negative, nothing positive at all. We were just like, that has been a non-issue for the Marvel, for the Marvel IP for such a long time. Yeah, this whole conversation is like, just for fun. I mean, it's like, really? Anime? But it kind of sucks okay. because she's such a major presence in the comics and she should have an influence in the modern day MCU. But we've got she like should. she's she's leaving nothing in, in the way of a footprint now, uh, like even nowadays. Uh-huh. Like who the fuck is this getting together with Scarlet Witch? That was an ace move, Joss. Trust me, we ain't missing you. But <laughs> it ne- that never should have happened. Betsy should have been there the entire time. Whether it was Jennifer Connelly, whether it was Liv Tyler, um, I don't know. <laughs> like. Uh- put- Pull a fancy move and recast her. Uh, f- uh, f- who, like, who would be a good Betsy Ross? Who would be a good Red Hulk or Red She-Hulk? If we're gonna, you know, make that uh, association. Well, it's got to be someone who can be a believable love interest for uh, Mark Ruffalo. Okay. So she's she's got to be older mm-hmm. because Ruffalo looks road hard and put away wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I don't know off the top of my head, but hmm. Yeah. all right well betsy i'm sorry we're so goddamn indifferent (laughs) uh speaking of indifferent who's Mm -hmm. conflicted bob these are the weird ones uh now one name that i had absolutely no confirmation on alive or dead was valkyrie oh we didn't see her infinity war where the hell is she aside from probably shooting something else like westworld i was gonna say like probably tanked on the uh, storage room uh, or the cargo bay uh, floor. (laughs) Another name is Jane Foster. Um, I don't know why that name was even mentioned. I mean, it's like Betty Ross all over again. It's like, why? Well, she was was a major character. Yeah. Yeah, but the actress doesn't want to come back as far as I know. Well, sure, but she was still a major character, so. This is true, and they could always bring her back and she could be Lady Thor. I, I don't know. Um, Ned from Homecoming. He's conflicted. <laughs> Spider-Man's friend. Oh, oh shit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that sucks. He better be Well, alive. no, no. They, they can't confirm or deny. He <clears throat> is one of the spoiler names. I don't know why you would... <laughs> it's it's strange. Um, okay. One, uh, and the next three names, I'm confident personally saying that I believe that they're alive, but they're part of the spoilery list. Mm-hmm. Spoilery... Let's, yeah, Spoil- let's go with that. Yeah, that's tricky, man. Ugh, English. Uh, Shuri from Black Panther. Uh, she was conflicted. But I'm pretty sure she's still alive. Right, yeah. And uh, two names that, you know, I saw a couple different publications saying alive and one saying dead. Uh, Huntington Post, who the fuck is Mike? Yes, they put this character as Mike. Uh, Korg and Meek are conflicted. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they're alive, though. Well, I mean, to to Huffington Post's defense, it's spelled M-I-E-K. It probably just autocorrected to M-I-K-E. I believe <laughs> the, the way they spell it is M-E-E-K. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still around uh, because now we're getting to, like, hard extraterrestrial stuff within the, uh, within the MCU's film side yeah. with, uh, you know, Captain Marvel coming up. And I'm pretty sure that, um, who the fuck was it? James Gunn is probably going to have uh, a little bit to say about who to bring over from Ragnarok, since that's pretty much is a parallel in tone to Guardians by this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I just want to know what happened to Cosmo. No one asks that. Where the fuck is Cosmo? That's... Uh, oh! Yeah, I want to hey, know that. Wait a minute. When, uh... Okay, uh... The, the Infinity Gauntlet expert in the room, that would be you. Was there any sort of, uh... Was there any sort of a condition attached to the description of snuffing out half of all life in the universe? Obviously, this didn't affect trees. Plants, uh, you know. Right, just any Flora. sentient life, I would assume. Any sentient life, so that does include... Cosmo, who's lower sentient. Lower life forms. Well, yeah. yeah, but he's a human brain in the body of a dog. Still sentient. Knows what he's doing. I guess so. It's just, that, you know, half the time what he's doing is licking I, his I, own nuts. I would I would think that Cosmo <laughs> somehow ignored Thanos' gaze. Yeah. <laughs> like, he He's the loophole, you know? Um, <laughs> probably because he was licking his dog balls at the time where he snapped yeah. his fingers. And he just looked in the Cosmos and said, oh, not that one. No. No. Uh, well, <laughs> well, you know you know what Cosmo did? It's He... he, he He's a dog. He does. He did whatever you know. Dogs do when a human snaps snaps her fingers in their vicinity. They do this, <laughs> and then go back to doing whatever they were doing. <laughs> head tilt. Head tilt. Head tilt. Um, yep. <laughs> so I, I actually saw a very interesting, um, very interesting post from Nerdist on uh, someone who is uh, believed to be dead, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they think that he's actually alive, and that's Groot. Um, Interesting. Not, not not the Groot that died, obviously. I know where you're going with this, but Groot, Groot, Groot got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his arm sure as hell is part of Stormbreaker. And yep. they've grown him back from a smaller piece than that. So mm-hmm. let's see. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but you know everyone's going to be brought back anyway because it's oh, Infinity well, Gauntlet and they have they to wrap it's, it up. At, at right, the yeah. same time, I don't want to see Thor pick up Stormbreaker and now I'm with my might. Holy shit. <laughs> I would love that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, talk gonna, hammer? I think that's gonna gonna do it for Infinity War talk um, until there's another set of spoilers revealed or we start mm-hmm. seeing footage from four. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Talk about the Somebody's Network. Uh, it is the Derailers one year anniversary. Uh, go listen to their show and uh, enjoy the break. Good evening, future passengers. Are you ready to sit back, relax, and join us on a ride of epic proportions through the mystical land of randomness? Am I a serial killer if I eat Lucky Charms? What would it be like if horror characters ran a gym? Who would run spin class? When a shark jumps out of the water, is it like suffocating for that split second? So join us every week for a brand new derailment with Goobs, Ripkin, and Jenny Bean. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Derailers. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on YouTube. Have a great night or day, folks. All right, guys, welcome back. Congratulations again to The Derailers for a one year of being a podcast. I'm sure you guys are wonderful. Um, I've never met They're you. They're not. They're assholes. Oh, well, then fuck you, and I hope you all fail. Um, we are going to go on now to uh, the cartoon playoffs championship round. Uh, we have had the final four. It's finally over. Yeah. <laughs> Eight <laughs> weeks of this shit. It's I, over. I think. I think this may be our last playoff bracket. No, because... I'm going to simplify it if we ever do it again. This. I wanted to be very thorough with this because of how opinionated some people could be about this topic, and it bit me in the ass because it took so fucking long. Yeah. Not even in an entertaining way. It just it just wholesale took a chunk out of your ass. Yeah, so, I'm I'm yep. a little I'm a few ounces lighter back there. Yeah. <laughs> so it is it is finally over. Um the championship matchup <clears throat> is upon us. 
We started with 213 shows and it's come down to the final two. Over the past eight weeks of voting, it has come down to The Simpsons versus Tom and Jerry. Uh, the Simpsons got here by beating Batman Brave and the Bold in the first round with 73% of the vote. <laughs> they beat Robot Chicken in the second round with 82% of the vote. Uh, Dragon Ball in the Elite Eight with 87% of the vote, which was the largest margin of victory in the turnout in the tournament. And then in the final four, beat Looney Tunes by 78%. Uh, Tom and Jerry got here by beating Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the first round by 53%. Uh, which is horseshit. Uh, they beat the Flintstones in the second round by 76%, which is horseshit. Uh, <laughs> they beat Scooby-Doo in the Elite Eight by 59%, which is horseshit. Horseshit. And they beat Gravity Falls by 59% in the final four with the largest voter turnout, which is the only one I will not say is horseshit because there was at least a large voter turnout. Y'all <laughs> motherfuckers just voted wrong. Um, <laughs> so well, more than half did. Yeah, 59% of you voted incorrectly. Yeah. And, and for the 41% of you Gravity Falls fans that did vote, you should have voted twice, you dumb fucks. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because of this, we now have Tom and Jerry up against the Simpsons. Um, I'm going to make my prediction, and then, Corey, you can, and, Bob, you have the results, so you can just give us the winner at the end. Uh, my heart is telling me the winner Simpsons. Winner by how much? What are you thinking? Well, my heart is telling me that the Simpsons win, but I've been wrong on Tom and Jerry on every single round. Mm -hmm. um, so my head is telling me that Tom and Jerry won, but if they did, it's by a fucking squeaker. It's by like two or three percent over the fifty. Um, Tom and Jerry's victories so far have been pretty, um, pretty close, except for the Flintstones vote, which is just flabbergasting that they got seventy-six percent of the vote against the Flintstones. That's because people are ill. Yes. Um, but I, okay, so I am, uh, as is always the case when I when I vote in uh, in a bracket tournament, I never vote with my head. I always vote with my heart. I am going, or I always vote with my heart, never with my head. I am going with The Simpsons, and I'm going to say The Simpsons won 55% uh, to 45%, somewhere in that neighborhood. Same deal, honestly. I'm not even going to, like, dance around at Simpsons, simply because I just don't want to imagine the alternate reality. <sighs> Bob. I understand that. Mm -hmm. what a, Here's what... the thing. Up to the championship bracket, the final matchup, I've allowed voting on... The, the main way to vote was on the Google Forms page. Yep. And then I also, at the very bottom, I added like a little extra thing. Hey, if you want to vote again, you can on our Instagram and our Twitter accounts. We have polls going on both of those. And the Twitter accounts were getting very, very, very high votes for Tom and Jerry every time. And I was starting to think, we have bots voting. It's got to be what it is. So this time around, just the, the Google uh, forms, and you have to register your email. Mm -hmm. And so these were real people. Um, apparently, the Tom and Jerry people were real, every one of them. Because those motherfuckers love that show. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Tom and Jerry won? Well, the winner... With fifty-eight point two, god damn it, percent of the vote was the Simpsons. Oh, thank you, people oh, came through, man. and we love you. Thank you. Okay. Oh man. So, right. oh so, shit. If I bet on that, I would have come out clean. Uh, yeah, Not even by beating a spread. Yeah, you you would have you would have just won your money though because I mean. The Simpsons pretty much had one-to-one -one odds. Like, no, oh, yeah, no. it, was a, it was a pass <laughs> bet. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, fucking butt sugarcoat it, but still would have gotten something. 
All right, everything is right in the Damn. world. The Simpsons won, uh, shocking absolutely nobody. Um, it's, <laughs> Except this, for you guys are breathing a sigh of relief. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because yeah. The, the the Tom and Jerry people are assholes. That's why. About, okay, um, we're not we're not shocked by the Simpsons winning. We're shocked as shit. However, that Tom and Jerry fans are this. I know they, they, just, they came out of the woodwork for this. <laughs> they are legion. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Apparently. God um, damn it. They're doing I, it for Russ Meyer, though. I, I, am, I am happy that The Simpsons won. Uh, I am flabbergasted that Tom and Jerry got to the finals. Um, I am uh, really, really, really looking forward to not doing a tournament next year. Mm-hmm. Um, because you you guys are seeing you know, the eight weeks that uh, that you guys have been voting on stuff. Bob's been working on this for like four months now. Um, so, <laughs> Feels so, like it. It's no, it's been about four months. You've been working on this for about four months. Uh, yeah. cause, cause we first floated this idea out in like oh, shit, late January, right. early months. Yeah. So, uh, I'm very much looking forward to there not being a tournament next year. And if mm-hmm. there is, maybe it's just a, Hey, we're going to have these four things go head to head. You guys vote who gets to the finals and then we'll debate it. Probably going to narrow it down to like 16 at the very, very, very most. Yeah. And not even do heat battles this time around. Yeah. It's, but we don't even know what the category would be. I, I don't think we need to do one again. I really don't. I think we can put our creative our creative energies elsewhere. Um, it was fun. It's the the ship has sailed, lads. The, like, let's, <laughs> let's let the tournament just just fade into obscurity. And in ten years, we'll look back at it and go, "Remember that time that Tom and Jerry fucked everything up?" Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be able to say, "Yes, yes, we have." But then Bob will be like. Brackets, 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 <laughs> brackets, bracket. you know. brackets. Oh my god, I need to do another bracket. What should we do at this time? I don't know. How about Saturday morning cartoons? I don't know. How about I don't know. Uh, how about uh, how about an, most action, so- no, we've done action most movies. socially Fuck. awkward breed of dog? Okay, wait. How about most overused verbal cliche? No, we we got one. So yes. So for those most of you guys, overused meme that will live forever. I don't know. So for those of you guys that don't know where where this all came from, um, about Jesus six seven years ago. Uh, Bob and I did, um, uh, it was the comedy playoffs on YouTube and that was really fun because it was just me and Bob kind of having a good time and, uh, mm-hmm. we, we didn't really have anyone vote. Uh, so <laughs> no, we, we made yeah, out brackets, was... but you know, we, we just like our handful of friends for like 20, 30 people filled them out. Yeah. yeah so it was like, it was used. like people at work, people that we yeah. knew in the social, yeah. in our immediate social circles. So, so it was fun. Cause we, we actually got some like legitimate, like, oh wow. I'm actually surprised that that came through. Like we were both ecstatic that stripes made it through two rounds of this tournament. It was wonderful. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, cause we had like some faith in our friends. It was really nice. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's evolved into this just nightmare of work and logistics and mm-hmm. online polls and bots, and that's not fun. It's just not. But hey, we're important enough to be to be botted. We apparently. were, we were. Important I, yeah, enough we to be have botted. that much oh, exposure. I mean, I take the uh, the praise where you can get it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna now move into uh, the booze section of the discussion, and uh, for for this week's drink for fifty two weeks of tiki, I made. Mm-hmm. A drink called a Hawaiian Sunset. Uh, yeah. Now, on paper, uh, are you still drinking that? No, it's done. Mercifully, oh, thank God, <laughs> I'm feeling much better now. Uh, like every sourpuss face you made, it was like he took another drink, didn't he? Yep. So, so on on paper, this drink sounds incredible. Uh, it's a half ounce of lime juice, half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of orge syrup, teaspoon of grenadine, and one and a half ounces of vodka. Orge. Super simple, super easy. Uh, it is the worst drink I've ever had in my life. 
Uh, it is tart. It's gross. It's not easy to drink. It's uh, it's bad. It is a bad drink. And this is the first <laughs> time that I have made a drink where I took a sip and I went, oh, this is a mistake. And not like, oh, this is a mistake. I put in three ounces of rum when I was supposed to put in a half ounce of rum. This is going to be a fun night. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, oh, this is just awful. This yeah. is just horrific. Me putting um, this to my face is the mistake. So a this, better strategy could have had, could have been had. This was a drink made at the Aku Aku restaurant in the Stardust Hotel in Vegas in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't see uh, on the, the picture on the menu. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see it here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's supposed to look like. It's Aku supposed Aku to be cu- red, mm-hmm. right? It's right. that one right in the middle there, right there. It's supposed to be red. Yeah. Uh, if it's supposed to be red, then it needs a lot more than a teaspoon of grenadine, and this drink desperately needs more grenadine than what it got, because mm-hmm. um, it's it's just it's bad. Like maybe if the strategy is to get people to buy this drink to have them run out of the restaurant to go back to the casinos at the Stardust, <laughs> that's okay. Successful there. That's it's a good move because it's or bad. or maybe to go home and take up the craft themselves in order to know what a proper version of one of those. Tastes like. Yeah, so this... Maybe we shouldn't be nice. trying drinks that or originated in Vegas. Well, this is the first one where I've looked at it and I've gone, uh, this needs a complete overhaul from the ground mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, because because vodka is such a neutral spirit, uh, mm-hmm. all you taste is lemon. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like drinking really awful lemonade. Um, I, I think this would have been great with a white rum, like because mm-hmm. a rum would have sweetened it up a lot. You know, it is fermented sugar. Mm-hmm. Um. That, I, I think I think more grenadine and made with a white rum would have been good, but the way it is, never again. This thing can be banished straight to hell. Now, is this still on the uh, table for professional appeal? Oh, yeah. Would you go? Would you go into a? Uh, would you go into a pub or a bar and then say, "Hey, can you make a version of this that I might not have fucked up?" Or oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, and and that's that's every. <laughs> can you drink. make a version I'm, that doesn't suck? Yes. <laughs> well, it's the 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 doesn't suck. I don't want to say because I don't know if it's going to suck or not. <laughs> Uh, you're uh, right, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's why it's I'm, I'm by no means a pro. I'm not a bartender. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a dude in a basement with some drinks. You know, it's <laughs> oh, um, not like not like you fucked it up. I'm sorry. How about like a version of this where maybe the recipe has been adapted or something like that? Ah, sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's something mm-hmm. I would like to. I, I'm probably going to bring up on the Instagram post when it goes up. Yep. Uh, because I've got a lot of bartenders who follow me on there. Uh, which oh, cool. is yeah. the weirdest thing in the world. You got um, a cult. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's definitely something where I'm going to, I'm going to broach the subject of, Hey, what, how, how, what should I do here to make this better? Cause this is, mm-hmm. there's opportunity here, mm-hmm. uh, but it falls flat on its fucking face. Um, right. this yeah, drink so, as it is, is chimera piss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corey, you, uh, are doing something. What game are you playing right now? For, uh, for, for your, the pixel mixer. Yeah, for the um, pixel actually mixel. just. I actually just beat Portal 2, but since we did a puzzle game last uh, last week, I didn't want to do "Hey Water" again. So <laughs> I'm doing um I'm doing a game that I bought uh, brand new, which doesn't happen on Steam a lot. But I was in the mood for something that was like a narratively heavy, but not uh, not heavy in longevity. And I heard that a game called The Red Strings Club was uh, pretty conducive to both of those uh, bingo boxes. What's oh, up? dude, the screenshots you have posted of that on Instagram, I mm-hmm. have got to get that fucking game. It's, that looks it's been, amazing. It's been pretty solid so far. I got qualms, okay. but they're minor, and it's only because uh, it's only because 
I'm kind of a stickler for like uh, the conventions that are part and parcel with what's thought of as film noir, etc. Even in a genre that's like as ill-defined as that is, but I'll get to that shit. So, the game is the Red Strings Club. The drink is the Paradise Punch. And the way I wanted this to work out was to have this be a red drink. And of course, Paradise is usually brought up as like a theme, or excuse me, some sort of utopia or ruined utopia is brought up as a theme in, brought up as a, theme in uh, a lot of cyberpunk, which, you know, feeds into... Uh, or is at least parenthetically related to film noir. Holy shit words. Right. As you can see, that shit ain't red. <laughs> it's just kind <laughs> of like, um, do we have like a name for that color of a poorly, not a poorly mixed tiki drink, but like an unenergetically or an well, ineptly mixed tiki drink? Lazy brown. It's it's yeah. orange. I mean, it's yeah. the color. It's the color of passion fruit juice. That's that's what color it is. So, um, Right. It, it always like it always ends up being this kind of like an odd blend of bile with a little bit of like flirty and thin mud. <laughs> and uh, I can mm, see you can't disagree wait to make the that grimace. My, can't wait to make that Mai Tai later that I was going to have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's it. That's it. It just looks like a really sickly Mai Tai. And, that, and that's what the dream turned out. Maybe I made it wrong, but the drink itself, the recipe was calling for like an ounce and a half of vodka and then another ounce each of two more liqueurs, and then four ounces of orange juice. And I'm like, okay, this is a punch bowl, so I'm just going to cut those in half and see what happens. And that's it, cut in half. So maybe I needed all of those in there. Um, right, and then, uh, oh, why did I pick this drink? Um, oh, right, because of the name, Paradise Punch. Um, also, it uh, is three liquors as opposed to, like, one or two with a bunch of chaser thrown in. So the narrative of the Red Strings Club ties in with a whole lot of... Uh, um, anarcho uh i want to say anarcho terrorism but like anti-corporate revolution and stuff like that you see that in a lot of later or latter day uh cyberpunks especially shit in the 90s you know with those amazing ass covers uh-huh. dude's got like a toaster for an arm neon all over the place <laughs> and it brings back a lot of those similar vibes okay. um and of course because it is a story game i'm not going to talk about that a whole lot however for whatever it does get right um the mini games can get to be a bit much. There's too many games I've encountered so far. One of them's pretty fun. One of them's making drinks. You're a bartender. <laughs> so, but but the way they've worked it out is that like unlike uh, Valhalla, which I want to do later on, I haven't played it yet, um, but I know about it. Unlike Valhalla, uh, where you're more or less like picking ingredients, what you're doing here is you're mixing, and there's a bit of dexterity involved. You can't spill any drops, and the type of drink that you're making will uh, lead a reticule that's supposedly on your cybernetic bartending skills enhancer module that you have. <laughs> sure. Cyberpunk! It will lead the reticule over to several emotion sensors or emotion centers that your customer will have. So if you're pouring vodka, it's going to quell their rage. If you're pouring tequila, well, it's not going to do that, but it will make them wistful for the past. Things like that. Huh. So that's fine. That minigame doesn't pop up enough. One minigame that does pop up a whole lot more than I'd like it to is the pottery minigame, uh, which is something that you've got to like, you got to like create uh, cybernetic modules or, sorry, synthetic modules for the installation of your uh, customers. And that's another part of the story I don't want to get into, but there's that. And you've got to do that like a good 12 times in the first 10 minutes of the game itself. So pacing's a bit of an issue. And the other thing that kind of kills me is that the dialogue 
is excellent in a lot of parts, but there's too fucking much of it in a lot of others. Gotcha. And it's usually in parts that need to get moving. Especially when you put it together or put it against like all the film and wires that it's uh, fashioned uh, fashioned against. Film and wire is, if anything, lean and mean because they didn't have the resources to spend on chewing the audience's ears off. The fuck was that? I hit the microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about film wire, damn it. So you get the backhand. <laughs> Holy shit, that was great. Like, <laughs> there like, you go. That's like the, the noir gods have been angered. <laughs> exactly. They're talking. They're like, yes, Red Strings Club is pretty enjoyable and most of these other facets except for that. You're right. No, it's it's definitely worth checking out for sure. And if you got the time, mix up one of these. Just don't fuck up on it. <laughs> it might make chewing through a lot of that extraneous dialogue a little bit easier. <laughs> oh, that's this week's Pixel Mixer. Awesome. There you go. I know we're not doing the uh, What You're Doing anymore, but I wanted to uh, hold up a book I'm reading right now, or actually I read. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, The Field Guide to Tiki Decorating by Trader mm-hmm. Brandon. Uh, this is a short press uh, book from uh, one of the Imagineers that helped design uh, the Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar in Anaheim Look. and Trader Sam's And Grog. Fabricate. What's that? And Fabricate, right? Yeah, and Fabricate, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the Grog Grotto in Orlando. Uh, and it's uh, it's a good book. Uh, a lot of it, and I think I described it to you this way, Corey, is uh, a lot of it is really, oh, well, yeah, when you put it that way, that's really, that's common Obvious. sense. I should have thought about that. Yeah. Um, but it's, but nice thing- to ha- it's nice to have on paper uh-huh. because I hadn't thought of it. The thing is, is to have a lead when it comes to this shit. Yes. I didn't put together those shelves until I knew how staining worked and how finishing worked. And the rest of it just kind of fell together. I was like, oh, well, what if I do this with pipes? Pipes get put together like this. And then what if I do this and this and this? Where's the anchors? Where's the studs? And all that shit. It's knowing like... You, you, okay, uh, the skybox that they have in the Trader Sam's, you know, the one that uh, reacts to when... Uh, people get certain drinks or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got like a volcano in the background and then like a lot of jungle in the front. Yeah. If you look at it without, if you look at it without analyzing it, you're like, how the fuck did they do that? But then all one person, all one person has to do is say, well, that's like three pieces of, uh, of a styrofoam. And uh, there's like a ribbon light underneath all of it. And then you're like, Oh, you wouldn't have it's known like that either way. You wouldn't have known that otherwise, though. Yep. Right? So now that you've got that, all of a sudden, those are tools in your palette. Yeah. You can do other shit with that. Yep. I think that's the point of books it. like and that. A lot of the book is just like, so you want to build a tiki bar. That's really mm-hmm. cool. You should. What's your mm-hmm. theme? Pick a theme first. That's going to yeah. guide you so many different places. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's really neat interstitials throughout it uh, from a guy named uh, Typhoon Tommy. Yeah, Typhoon mm-hmm. Tommy, uh, who is uh, one of the creative guys over at Universal. Uh, who I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts used to be an Imagineer at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he gives you how to's on how to turn PVC into bamboo, um, how to age metal, how to age wood. And it's all oh. stuff where I'm like, that is fucking cool. Yeah. That is so cool. And that right there is worth the price of admission alone. And you get some really neat Tiki Tony drawings in there. Uh, mm-hmm. And there is a drink recipe in the back, uh, which I really want to try from how about uh, that shit? from Blair at BG Reynolds. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. It's called the Name Name. It's uh, two ounces dark caruba rum, uh, one and a half ounce pog juice, which is passion fruit, orange juice, and guava. 
one and a half ounce lemon juice, three quarter ounce falernum, three quarter ounce cinnamon syrup, six drops of allspice dram, uh, which you can make on your own. It's really easy to make. I'm making it's it right now. now. Huh? Yeah, it's it's really simple. You uh, you crush up some allspice berries, uh, mm-hmm. put them in a jar, dump a cup of the rum on top of it, let it steep for two weeks, uh, and then mix it with uh, brown sugar syrup. It's a nice thing having a whole kitchen, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty fantastic. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you guys, you're mixing your drinks and you're getting your books and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on a podcast that should be out right about now. Uh, it's a Simpsons podcast where they review uh, each individual show, and right now they're on season six. Would this be Best Darn Diddly, the best Simpsons podcast on the internet right now? It would be Best Darn Diddly. Uh, you can find them on Podbean and on Twitter at Best Darn Diddly. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> where you can listen to Miles, Richie, and this particular week, you can listen to me mm-hmm. as we talk Itchy and Scratchy Land. I make comparisons of Itchy and Scratchy Land versus Disneyland, mm-hmm. and I throw out like all kinds of facts, like you know, you can fit all of Itchy Scratchy Land or Disneyland inside the Magic Kingdom's parking lot because they <laughs> right. made that joke of how big Ma- Itchy and Scratchy Land's parking lot is. Yeah, and it's there's very- just like little things like that we throw in. It was, it was a really fun episode, that's and it awesome. went long. <laughs> it, it, it went a bit Kinda long like our show does <laughs> <laughs> well that is awesome dude I, I like it when you're on best darn diddly those are really good episodes that's a great show so mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's good good stuff uh and guys that is that is going to do it this week for episode 40 of the nerd or not podcast again no clip shows we are still all original content all original material uh we don't rehash we don't recoup we always bring you something new and fresh uh, not every week because that's just insanity. Uh, but yeah. we do feed off. We your never dialogue. said we were good. <laughs> <laughs> we do feed off your dialogue. So we ask that you subscribe, like, and engage us in the comments on anything we talked about today, either here on Facebook, on Twitter at Cretans Guild. Uh, if you're a, a studio audience member on the view when Corey's doing his cooking segment, please stop in. Yeah, that's uh, right. And I the am first la- three rows. You will get wet. I am laying three. Well, we all will. It's Corey. Uh, yeah. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I am laying three to one odds on Bob uh, against Dr. Oz in his pit fight uh, mm-hmm. and all of Greece. Bob is going to beat all of Greece. Come on, you 57 uh, year old bastard. I can take it. Or Kentucky, wherever he's from. It's either yes. Greece or Kentucky. Perhaps Greece, Kentucky. Um, Bob is going to win. Uh, but to all of our followers, new and old, we do say mm-hmm. to you, as always, welcome to the guild. And if we did have a clip show, it would be like the Clerks one. (laughs) (laughs) Our second episode? Yeah, where it's only like us doing the meow meow thing and then pretty much nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's meow near, meow 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 meow. Hey, here's our clip show. Meow 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 meow. Enjoy the shit out of it. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies.